Thank you for joining us on a Morley Podcast with Tony May. Morley Podcast is purpose-built for America. Through our military veterans and military supporters, we show that the values and qualities that built this country, such as service, sacrifice, respect, and faith, are not dead. A Morley Podcast builds community so individuals can improve their community. Welcome to this week's Immorally Podcast with Tony Main. I am very excited as the co-founder um, and the CEO of Ranger for Life to bring on Mr. Evan Seal. And, and what's interesting here is, you know, the mission of Ranger for Life is to take the holistic wellness practices of Army Rangers and eject them into mainstream America. Take what we've learned as Rangers and kind of show that to, to the rest of America. And so Evan, with Verb Labs um, in the national alternative to kind of traditional medicine space, y'all are also in this holistic health realm, which I find pretty interesting for a ranger to get into. Yeah, definitely. Um, it, it's uh, it, it was a it was a pretty uh, unique path for us as well. I mean, uh, it's it's. Uh, yeah, the industry is very interesting to, to say the least. You know, my, my co-founder and I are both veterans. Uh, yeah, he was a naval aviator for 10 years and I was I was in the army for about six years. And, you know, for us to get into the space, it was it was uh, kind of serendipitous. We were both banged up having come out of the military and really just looking for solutions to help ourselves. I mean, we had been you know, in the military. Generally, you know, you, you're banged up and you're going to get horse pills from the dock or get prescription drugs, you know, uh, uh, prescribed to you to treat your, your issues. And when we found ourselves out of the military, uh, we didn't have that option anymore. And we really, to be frank, didn't, didn't want that option. And so we we're trying to find other ways to help ourselves with things like stress, sleep and pain inflammation. So that's kind of what led us, uh, into this space, to be honest. So let's go to the name, you know, pretty interesting. You know, most people are going to look at you and say, oh, VRB Labs, very, very interesting. But actually, it's it's Verb Labs. Will you, will you talk a little bit about how that naming uh, came about? Yeah, sure. So uh, you know, when we sat down to try to figure out a name for the, the business, I mean, one of the one of the core principles of what we're trying to do is is to help people feel better, move better and, and to be better. And so when we're looking at different naming conventions, uh, verb, the part of speech is to be in action. So to run, to lift, to love, to feel, all those good things. And uh, and that's what we're trying to do, honestly. We're just trying to keep people's minds and bodies in action, doing what they love. And so uh, when we went to, uh, so the name was verb, but then when we go to find the domain, um, of course, if you drop one of the vowels, it's easier to find a domain, uh, domain name uh, for that. So that's where we got VRB. Oh, I, I love it. So. All right, so we got an Army Ranger here and, and member of the 75th Ranger Regiment. And, and you're in a space where the products you're selling to our older, um, maybe more institutionalized folks would seem a little bit controversial, right? Um, sure. You know, uh, THC-based products, CBD, those things have a connotation in terms of definitely alternative treatment methods. Right. So how, how did you all kind of kind of marry like, but this is the product we think people need? Yeah. So uh, 
really to, to take a step back, I mean, to kind of go back to what I started with is, is that we were, we were struggling when we found, you know, when we were out of the military, you know, we had both actually played college, uh, college sports, soccer, my, my partner played college football at the Naval Academy. And, and so we're, you know, we're banged up individuals, you know, to say nothing of just the, your time in the, in the military. And, uh, and so we were looking for really, we were looking for effective, natural, uh, uh, you know, uh, ingredients to help ourselves with pain, stress, and sleep. Um, and when we went out there and we looked at all the different op- options and started to really dig into the to actual clinical studies, CBD kept coming up over and over and over again. And just like you got, just like you, and just like a ton of other people that have similar backgrounds or in the military and kind of, you know, think of uh, cannabis and THC as this kind of stigmatized, uh, you know, Grateful Dead, Cheech and Chong type, uh, you know, uh, of, of chemical or, or product is, um, we're, we're of the same mind. I mean, we, we saw it stigmatized too. We we're like, that's not for us. Um, you know, we, we, you know, I'm not, I had never really dug into the, the cannabis space at all until uh, we found ourselves out. And, but when we started looking at the, the actual studies behind it, I mean, there was a lot of damning evidence to support the use of it. And then we started trying the, the products ourselves. We started trying different CBD products to see, Hey, what is this all about? Like, is this, you know, is there a there there? And uh, we ended up finding a ton of benefits from it. It was helping me tremendously with stress and anxiety. It was helping my partner with sleep. And so once we really identified that this stuff actually works, um, that's when the kind of light bulb switched on and said, hey, look, you know, where we didn't think this was for us or for you know people like us, um, it actually is. And, and to say, and, and not only is it for us, but, you know, people in the military suffer for from pain stress and sleep at orders of magnitude higher than the general population if any if any demographic uh you know could could benefit from these compounds it's people uh like us veterans who have gotten out or banged up so that's uh that's honestly how we got into it it's just found a ton of benefit ourselves so folks you know younger than me i know know a lot more about this subject um, for, for sure, because it's just the nature of an environment. People older than me um, maybe have, like I said, because of uh, some preconceived notions, may not know the science kind of the behind it. Can you kind of give a, just that that uh, once over the world THC, yeah. right? Illegal drug, marijuana, bad, right? Puritan values, bad. Uh, CBD, um, inflammation, uh, some great uh, residual effects. Can, can you can you kind of give those like, hey, th- this is how the products are kind of sold and, and this is how we look at it? Yeah, totally. I mean, I'd be happy to. And th- there's a ton of confusion in this space. I mean, that's one of the problems with it. It's just, you know, education is the number one problem with, with this compound and with the space in general. It's just, it's tough to understand. And it's taken us a long time to, you know, for us to do all the research on the front end, get comfortable with it, understand the entire space before we before we even got into it. So um, definitely understand the, the confusion there. So I'll, I'll kind of start from the top. So just in general, um, you know, just to break down what CBD CBD is. Um, so the, the cannabis sativa plant is the is the 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 kind of number one plant. Underneath cannabis sativa, you have two different types of plants. You have uh, THC producing plants, and then you have hemp plants. And a hemp plant is just a cannabis plant that produces less than 0.03% THC. Um, so they're all the same. They all come from the same uh, kind of cannabis family. Um, and then when you think about the CBD space, CBD is just one compound within the plant. So there's you know over 100 different compounds. You have THC, 
you have CBD, you have CBN, you have CBG, you have all these different you know, individual compounds within the cannabis plant. And every single one of those has a different effect on the, the body. Uh, your body has what's called the endocannabinoid system, which controls a ton of your body's uh, functions. It, it, it controls your nervous system, your immune system, and you know, your sleep, everything, stress. Um, and so when you, when you take these compounds, whether it's THC, CBD, or whatever, they interact with your endocannabinoid system and, and produce some sort of an effect. THC is a single compound that produces the psychoactive effect. So that's why you get high when you, when you, when you consume THC. Um, it has that effect. CBD has its own effects. It's non-psychoactive. It does not get you high, but it has a lot of great properties like uh, fights inflammation, helps, uh, helps with stress, and helps with sleep. Um, and so what we do is we isolate CBD in its singular compound, just CBD isolate, and we use that in different formulas uh, with other botanicals to specifically target pain, stress, and sleep. So, um, you know, that's that's kind of that's kind of the confusion too. Is that specifically with like THC and, and CBD? Um, a lot of people think that you know if you take CBD, you're going to get high. That's not the case because um, it does not have THC in it. And so, uh, you know, there's there's also a bunch of other confusion with the types of CBD. So the different types of CBD all refer to the extraction method and, and, and how you're actually consuming it. So um, there's there's full spectrum, broad spectrum, and then CBD isolate. And all that refers to is just the distillation process. So if you take, you know, the full plant and, and, you, and you basically um, extract that full plant, you're extracting all the all the cannabinoids in that plant, that would be full spectrum. And in and, and full spectrum, you have trace amounts of THC because you have a bunch of different compounds. Uh, then you have broad spectrum where you, you've taken the plant, you've distilled it, and then you further separate some of the compounds, mainly C or THC. So you have you know maybe you know 50 different uh, cannabinoids, and then you have CBD isolate where it's just you take the plant, you extract every other compound out, and you're left with just CBD isolate. And so um, you know it's confusing when consumers go out there and try to buy products. It's like you know, do I want full spectrum? Do I want broad spectrum? Do I want isolate? Does it have THC? Is it going to get me high? And there's just a lot of confusion around it. Um, but at the end of the day, um, CBD itself, the singular compound, has tons of clinical studies behind it that support the use for all three of those the, the use cases, which is pain, stress, and sleep. So help me with this. And so as a veteran, um, going to the VA for care, and whatnot, there's generally then this concern about, you know, testing positive. So the, the CBD, it sounds like it doesn't trigger a, any type of positive test for anything. But like, how, what, how is it regulated? Or how do y'all try to ensure that the consumers know what they're getting in, in your messaging, marketing? What, what, what should we be looking for? Yeah, no, and this is, this is a very important part because uh, we are very very uh, cautious of, of the, the drug testing. There's a lot of, you know, people, you know, right now active duty, DOD bans CBD period. Um, and that's because of the, the fear of THC. But um, so when you look at, when you look at drug testing, let's just talk about that for a second. Um, if you are taking like, so the three different types of CBD, full spectrum, broad spectrum, CBD isolate. If you have any concerns at all with drug testing, you should 100% only take CBD isolate products. That's because it is, you're only taking CBD in its singular compound. It's 
all the other compounds have been extracted out and you're left with just pure CBD. Um, and, and in that situation, you're okay with drug tests because what you're, what you're popping hot for on a drug test is THC. So if you're, if you're using a CBD isolate, that means that there's no trace amounts, no THC at all. You could get in trouble if you took a full spectrum CBD, which means that you know it's CBD and it's full spectrum with all the other cannabinoids to include trace amounts of THC. So um, that's where it gets. That's where you have to be careful. Is that if you if you want to take CBD as an active duty, or if you're, you know, a, a first responder or someone like that who's who's you know having to take drug tests, then you 100% take the CBD isolate and, and stay away from full spectrum. What we do as a brand to ensure that ensure that is one we're sourcing only cbd isolate for our formulas so like when we get our ingredient in it's a it's a pure powder of cbd that's it and then we use that and we combine it with other uh you know a carrier solution and other botanicals that are you know non-cannabis touching to provide our to make our formulas and we test on the front end so when we get our cbd isolate in we, we take that and send that to a lab and we get you know test results on it to show that hey this has you know 99.999 cbd 0.000% THC and then maybe like uh, some some terpenes in there. Um, and then we formulate. And then after we're done formulating, we take the final product and then we send that off again to, to do another lab test on it to show that there's absolutely zero THC. Um, and, and, you know, that's what we do as a brand that's not regulated by the FDA. No one regulates the space at all, which is, again, you know, some of the concern and, and a lot of the issues with the space. There's no regulation on it. So you got to be really careful where you're getting your products from. You want to make sure that you know the brand you're buying from is doing all the all the things that they should to ensure that um, you know you are getting what you're you're buying. And so we take we take extra care to make sure that our products are THC free, and uh, and we're doing everything we can to 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 provide that kind of be transparent with it. We we post our our lab tests, and if anybody wants to see them, we we send it to them, and um, we have no you know nothing to hide on that front. So, so let me know, Alex, so how, how did this come about then? So I understand this, but I mean, you graduated from West Point, yeah. right? Successful military career, I, I would say, right? Like you, you hit all the marks, the leadership marks, great experiences, some deployments. Um, and, and then you, you go into, what is it, private equities, right? You, you, you do the you do the corporate America, you know, take over the world, big, big financing. And then you find yourself at UPenn. Is that kind of at the Wharton School of Business? Is that kind of where you found this space? Yeah, I mean, honestly, it, it was. There was there's kind of a couple of things that played into that. One, it was like I, I knew I wanted to start my own business. I, I'd worked in private equity, loved it. It was an awesome team I worked with. It just wasn't something I, you know, towards the end of it, I, I kind of saw some writing on the, on the wall that said like, you know, Evan, do you really want to continue doing this? Is this like, is this your, you know, end all be all. And, you know, I, I didn't really feel like it was, and I wanted to, I wanted to build something myself. So like when I went into grad school, my mind was already set on, Hey, look, you better figure something out here. Cause you know, either going to build something and start your own company or, you know, you're going to start recruiting for consulting or re recruiting for in investment banking. And you're going to be a cog in a wheel. And like, that's not what you want Evan. So like, I was all in on starting my own business. So I was in the entrepreneurship track and I was looking at different ways to build my own business. That's where I met my co-founder. And we just, you know, we con consistently kept, you know, consistently were iterating on business ideas and they were all around stuff that we cared about. So like, I'm, I'm very passionate about 
um, you know, wellness, taking care of myself, working out, eating right, you know, you know, finding ways to increase performance physically, mentally, spiritually. Uh, and so that's what, um, that, that was what I was trying to do. I was trying to build a business in that space. And it just so happened that we started experimenting with CBD because we were banged up ourselves. And when we saw that it was so effective for us, um, you know, personally, I was, you know, I was, like you said, I was, I was, I saw the space as being highly stigmatized. I was like, man, that's snake oil. I don't, you know, CBD looks, you know, it seems like it's fake. It's this whole, you know, hippy dippy thing, like not for me. But then when I took it and I realized it was actually effective and I looked at all the, the studies, looked at all the clinical data, you know, NIH has tons of clinical studies published on CBD that you can look at and read um, a lot of damning evidence there. And so all that combined, I was like, man, this is, you know, this is kind of crazy that this is such an effective compound, but like, not only do people not understand it and aren't using it, but like the veteran community specifically can benefit tremendously from this. Like I have tons of friends who are you know, dealing with PTSD, stress, anxiety during the day. They can't sleep at night, which is another PTSD uh, side effect. And like, because of all those things, they're not performing well. They're not feeling well. They're not, they're not happy around their families. You know, they're not performing, like showing up for their kids and things like that, all because of, you know, these issues they're suffering with. And then here's this compound that can help with that. Um, and they're not, they're not trying it. They're not getting into it. So, you know, what we wanted to do and, and you know, who we kind of primarily focus on is veterans trying to get this into the hands of veterans so they can feel better and perform better. And so honestly, that was kind of the, that was kind of the, uh, the road that led me here. And so we, we said, let's build a business that, you know, builds perfect, you know, the best cleanest CBD products, you know, that are very targeted for pain, stress, and sleep make it easy for people to understand and get this into the hands of people that need it. Well, one thing I love there, and I, I'm going to, you know, I'll, I'll give you the question first and then a little bit of commentary. All right. So the, the question is the lessons that you've learned in terms of building a business, right? Okay. But the commentary is every time you've spoken about what you've done, it's very much that special operations approach of, you know, I, I, we looked at the science, we looked at the data, we tested it, i.e. rehearsal or however you want to want to look at that before you kind of jumped in. Right. So this isn't an opportunity. It is. A, is it an opportunity to make money? Is it a business? Yes. But but the research was kind of done that told you long term people will need it. So it'll be profitable because you'll get effects on target. Right. On, on right. Yeah. Target. So what what other type of things now for just from the business side? Have you kind of picked up as your lessons learned if you were going to pass that on to another veteran? Yeah, I mean, it, it's it, there's no overnight success. I mean, the, the biggest thing is just it's consistency, staying in the game, keeping your head down and keep fighting through all the challenges. I mean, you, you, we, we fight challenges and are putting out fires every single day. And it's, you know, that's something that's that we're used to in the military. It's just constantly dealing with ambiguity. Like you never know like what you never know what to expect from the enemy. You know, you never know what to expect in the business space and so um you know build a plan um build a build a strategy have your tactical uh, you know your tactics underneath that that you want to execute on and and go and, and go execute that plan and things are going to change and you have to be flexible and you have to kind of move with the plan but you know if you just keep staying with it like things just keep happening so like we've you know if, if we look back from when we started about a year ago it's like we, we've come so far, but each day you don't feel like you're going very far. So you just, you just have to keep, you, know, you just have to keep staying in the fight, honestly. Like, I mean, consistency, showing up every single day, putting in the work, 
um, that that's honestly like the the most um, that's the best advice I can give. I mean, if you really want it, once you do your once you do your homework and you realize that this is a viable um, you know, business idea, you know, you do your test before you actually go all in. But once you once you realize that, hey, there's there's an opportunity here, then then you know, burn the ships, go all in and, and stay with it. Um, because you know, you'll, you'll be surprised how far you can go. Um, if you just keep sticking to it every single day. I appreciate that advice. I'm going to ask you one more for one more piece of advice. And this is because we deal with in the special operations community, especially with my population, a lot of folks who want to go get an advanced degree right away. So whether they have college, um, not have college, this idea of the MBA being the end all be all, um, something they've got to do uh, versus an option I find interesting as somebody who doesn't have an MBA. From from your perspective, business world, knowing what you know now, um, what what are what are the lessons learned there in terms of why you get an MBA? What do you do if if you choose to do that to best maximize it? And and who may it not be for, based on your lessons learned? Yeah, so to to maximize it, I think. You know, it's it's funny. Like, um, uh, you know, if I, when I was in the school setting in undergrad, like I was all about like just getting through. Like, like can I just pass the test and get me out of here? Um, when I went back uh, for my MBA, I was like in a different mindset. I was like, I'm I'm like fired up to learn. Like, I want to learn. I'm I'm, I'm hungry for the the information, and I want to become educated and, and like sit down and really dig into this material. Um, and so, to maximize your your opportunity, one, do that. Figure out what you want to do. There's there's tons of different classes and tons of different like routes you can take within an MBA program. But do do some serious like soul searching on what you want to do, and then and then go explore those those spaces and learn. Um, and then two, uh, maximize your 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 network. I mean, you know, business school is great for a lot of reasons. I would say the best reason is not the best reason, but like one of the best reasons is networking. Just being around other high achieving, smart people trying to do big things in the world and um, getting connected with them, learning from them and, you know, kind of fueling off of their, um, their excitement and their, their desire to want to excel. Cause it just kind of pushes you to do that as well. And then when you get out on the, um, you know, after graduation, you have this amazing network of individuals that are doing things in all different industries. Um, and you can, you can lean on them for, for help kind of like the veteran community. I mean, the veteran community honestly has been the, the most helpful community to us, uh, period, but, um, but you take that and then kind of like a smaller sample size of that is your business school class and uh, network. So like you know, Wharton has one of the biggest uh, alumni um, you know, networks, I think, out of all the MBA programs. So there's just a lot of talent. There's a lot of education, mentorship to pull from those classes. And that, that's been super helpful. Um, on the other side, who is it not for? Honestly, like. If, if, if you already know what you want to do and you you already have a, you know, you've already drawn a beat on it and you're, you're looking down the side side, like go do it. You don't, you don't, if that's what's going to make you happy, then you don't need an MBA. Like I went to go get an MBA because I kind of wanted a transition state phase. I was in private equity. I knew I wanted to pivot into entrepreneurship, but I didn't know exactly what I wanted to do. And, and, and my MBA gave me an opportunity to take two years to kind of, you know, take a step back, uh, you know, look around, see what, see what's out there, talk to a bunch of people, experiment with some opportunities, do an internship, um, and then, and then kind of dive in after I figured it out, which was what I did. So I just didn't really know what I wanted. If I, if I had, you know, I didn't, I didn't need an MBA to be honest. And, you know, the classic goodwill hunting quote is like, you can, 
you know, spend a hundred thousand dollars on a on a on an MBA, which you get for ten dollars in late fees at the the community library, which is true. You know, you can learn anything you want on YouTube or the library, but um, so it's not so much the education piece. It's it's the you know, it's all those other things that you want to do, which is why you go get an MBA. I appreciate that, Evan. We've come to the end of our time for this week, but very beneficial. Um, I look forward to seeing you out in SHOT Show here in, in January. Um, for those who are members of the Ranger community, there will be a Black and Tan event sponsored by the United States Army Ranger Association um, during SHOT Show. Please look up www.ranger.org for those event details and go to Verb Labs and check out that their products and their offerings as well. Uh, Evan, right? You've got that full spectrum website, social media. That's right. Yeah. Social media is just verb underscore labs, VRB underscore LABS. And then uh, it's VRBlabs.com. So yeah. And if anybody's got any questions too, you know, don't hesitate to reach out. You can always email me. My, my email is Evan at VRBlabs.com. I'd be happy to chat. Well, Evan, thank you for that. And also thank you for signing up to be a Ranger mentor. So as we have those individuals looking for opportunities to get their MBA, to make sure that they're, you know, aligned with, with the opportunities uh, available. Thank you so much for that. So it's been a great, great uh, Morley podcast today. Appreciate once again, Verb Labs and Evan being with us. And as we close, like we do every week, Try to spend a part of your day today to make the day better for somebody else. Rangers lead the way. Thanks, Tony. We hope you enjoyed a Morley podcast with Tony Maine, and we appreciate your viewership. If you'd like to hear more from Tony or one of his guests, you can view or listen to past episodes at TonyMaine.Podbean.com. Until next time, be a community builder for America.